and we are back with Spot Dodge, a Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing. With me here today is John Frischa, Brett Larson, and Greg Vargas. How you guys doing? Spectacular. Hanging Great. on by a thread today. I always think here. you're going to say John Cena, but it comes out Frischa. Um, <laughs> I'm slightly disappointed. That would See, be I, I always want to say to the show, John. Maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. I always want to say John frickin' Frisha. Frickin' Frisha. I always accidentally yeah, almost say managing editor at the escapist. <laughs> yeah, moment of In silence. Another time. In another time, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, guys, let's get on into the news. This is a Nintendo podcast where we talk all things Nintendo at the front of the show, and then at the end we talk about what we're playing, which means we delve into Xbox, PlayStation, maybe you know, even a little PC gaming if you're feeling like you want to be an idiot. So let's yeah, all get in here. <laughs> Topic number one on the Buzz list. <laughs> the thing about PC gaming is, you know how like in the trailers, they do like those cinematic camera pans, like when you're like up on top of a mountain and you spin the camera around slowly. Like that's what I do when I play. If I'm on a PC, how do you even do that? You got to like move the mouse and you see all the little glitches as you're moving it across the You just pad. move like, it slowly. It doesn't yeah, that's work. That's true. Though. I never it's thought all, about that. Like, it's all like yeah, with, you you see every every subtle movement yeah. of the mouse on that's the screen. That's a good point. Yeah. About right. that. With a controller, you just kind of slightly hold your thumb and then it just You have arthritis over. in your hand? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think. Shouldn't be playing on PC then. That would probably destroy my hands. I like... That's like the main reason why I never actually got into it because it it hurts to type. I can't sit there and press buttons while I play games. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm. I think I actually yeah. do have some form of arthritis. Now let's go. Let's, let's actually get into the Nintendo news. <laughs> Nintendo Switch successor rumors and an imminent direct. We have a list of things that come from my Nintendo news. They create a little bullet point thing that actually comes from Eurogamer, I believe. But uh, we're going to go down the list and talk about some of these things. If you didn't know, Gamescom just passed recently, and there was a lot of rumors coming out of that event about a secret meeting behind the scenes. Behind closed doors, there was apparently a presentation all about the Nintendo Switch successor. Now, let's talk about what people are discussing. First off, apparently and uh, and i heard that they actually deleted this from the original article but the original article over on eurogamer mentioned the matrix demo running on this hardware which is kind of unbelievable because that demo is crazy and it, not just that but it also was comparable to the ps5 and series versions of that matrix demo have you guys played or seen that that, that matrix demo before it's, yeah, it's really awesome. impressive yeah yeah, yeah. Played it on ps5 yeah, yeah so I, if the Switch, if the next when Nintendo hardware can run that, that's pretty wild, if that's true. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I felt like the Matrix demo, like, even pushed my PS5 to its, not to its maxed out limits, but, like, that's one of the more impressive things I've seen my PS5 run. So if if the next Switch hardware is doing anything close to that, that's quite a bit better than I was expecting from it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I, I just want to clarify real quick. I'm not sure if Eurogamer ever mentioned the Matrix thing, but I know for sure VGC did. Mm. My bad. Maybe yeah. it was VGC. I yeah. think it was them. Say, yeah. I would say like I'm sure it's running on it, but with some caveats, maybe some some things ticked down so it looks close to what all the other platforms look like. But from what I'm looking at, it looks like it's probably I don't know, like a half step 
behind PS5, Xbox Series X. I, I wouldn't get my hopes up, but I'm sure I could run it. Yeah. Yeah, right. And we know that, haven't they already said, or isn't there already some Unreal Engine 5 games running on the Nintendo Switch right now? Am, did I just make that up, or I thought there was like... Uh, how many few. Unreal Engine 5 games even are there right now? Yeah, like, well, I know Fortnite is one, but I don't know if it runs in Unreal Engine 5 on Switch, specifically. Right. Uh, Rocket League, but it's probably Unreal Engine 4. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, it stands to reason that Switch 2 will definitely be running Unreal Engine 5 if regular yeah, Switch sure. can run as yeah. much Unreal Engine as it does. So. Sure, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so this is pretty crazy. I like, And we already had rumors before about the next Nintendo hardware being somewhat comparable to like a ps4 pro is what i heard like something like that i think mm-hmm. that's that'd be wild too to have just a ps4 pro and in, in your palm <laughs> yeah. your hand like obviously exists it exists on steam deck and the raw guy and all that stuff but i'm thinking nintendo hardware but, like yeah we're, yeah we're talking about nintendo something's different about knowing that it's nintendo plus the games that it can play that you'll never play it seems out of the realm of possibilities for me like i don't i don't know why but i just (laughs) felt like like nintendo's next hardware was just gonna like aim for slightly more powerful nintendo switch like i didn't think it was gonna go all out and like match the steam deck and whatnot you know what i mean i mean i figured it would be at least as powerful as a base playstation 4 yeah but what we're hearing so far still sounds much more powerful than what i was expecting it yeah, does. it looks like the CUDA cores align with uh, that uh, PS4 Pro. Dude, if, if it matches PS4 Pro, because really, if you think about it, PS4 Pro is not far behind PS5. Like, like I mean, this generation as far is... As, as far as the games we've actually seen running on PS5 so far, Correct. that's true. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and anything anything that we've seen so far does not seem like that big of a step forward from the, from the last generation's Pro consoles. So and they're already talking about the next Pro console. Yeah, the PS5 <laughs> right. Pro. Next oh, year, geez. PS5 Pro. Whatever. I'm not buying it. No. I don't think I would. I don't think I am either. I'd like, no. No, we're still, we're, we are still waiting for a video game that takes full advantage of PlayStation 5. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe they are. Not, like, unless something happens between now and then that, like, that gives us a total reason for us to want to go to pro. Like for example, the reason PS4 Pro is impressive is because right during between the PS4 when well that and and like when the PS4 came out, 4K TVs were just brand new. Mm, yeah. And so once 4K TV started taking off, then the PS4 Pro was able to take advantage of the 4K. Yeah. So that was like a big reason to get the PS4 Pro. With PS5 Pro there is no like take advantage of this new TV that you can't get with the P you know? So there's right now, I'd feel like there's no reason for it, but yeah. Yeah. I still even think like TVs were, was kind of a sham. Cause like, you know, you have these, you have <laughs> TVs, these, like, are they even TVs real? Are a sham. <laughs> Do we even need them? <laughs> yeah. Well, like this whole launch of like, you know, these, these consoles that are able to do 120 FPS and you have TVs that listed as like simulated, 120 fps yeah, or motion enhanced 120 mm-hmm. fps and they're not actually 120 fps or uh dude 120 hertz and so people yep. are you know like oh i've got this for my new console and like there's even confusion in that and it's like we can't figure out the console resolution people are buying shittier tvs in 4k even though they're cheap <laughs> what did yeah. what did you get 
the average yeah, consumer I, just just I, doesn't understand TVs. I just need to get that out of the way. Like I well, I have to help every I'm, one of my dude. Family. I'm one. I'm one <laughs> yeah. of them. Like you're okay. So yeah. I went. I mean, I'm I more or less bought, one of them. Yeah, my last TV, which was a VCO, I bought it in the store, and I was talking to the guy, and it said it was 120 120 hertz and 120, and in it on it it said capable of 120 true 120 is what it called i can't remember what exactly what it was. I, was, I was like so is this real like it's actually going to run stuff at 120 frames he's like yeah yeah i get home i even went to the to the specs online i looked the tv up it said 120 online in my specs i turn it on i plug my my xbox in and go to the settings and it says cannot tv's not capable of 120 so it was like I bought the TV. The guy at the store is telling me it's capable of 120. The specs on the website say it's 120, and this fucking thing doesn't run. So then I go to the reviews <laughs> online, and it's like, yeah. So if it says it's true 120, that's not actually 120. It that it it can act like it's 120, but it won't actually run games at 120. Yeah, I think it's so like, it's like, it says it like motion a, enhanced or something like that. For some, Vizio. yeah, yeah I, something dude, like that. Dude, I've seen people. I've seen people recently posting about they're they're using their Sony TV to enhance their 30 fps games to 60 fps and i'm like isn't that their terrible input lag whenever you do that yeah like that's probably gotta be weird. that's gotta be weird because i saw someone like somehow able to record it too like i don't know how they were able to record it but they posted xbox series x footage of starfield running at 60 fps or yeah uh, 60 frames i'm like hmm. how's that possible like what like I, th- I thought that there would be horrible slowdown and you would see a lot of gross like jagged yeah. stuff around like, like anything that moves fast just like how true motion blur does for like tv shows and shit which is the horrible that. worst Plus stuff with the tv like how is that not a false advertisement <laughs> like yeah. it says it on the box mm-hmm. it says it online and then you find sounds out sounds like a Xbox. class action suit to me let's go yeah dude <laughs> yeah i already signed the well, facebook one let's get another one brett was all like dude you can run games at 120 frames per second i was like yeah dude he's like even i'm like i don't think he's like dude go play it and see tell me what it looks like and then i plug it in i was like so funny story (laughs) yeah you know frame rates aren't aren't all as cracked up as as what as what as what (laughs) people act like you know i'll just sit back and enjoy my 165 hertz 2k i got 120 inch monitor I got a 120 hertz monitor, and you know I like Halo Infinite playing it, but it it, it doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> it depends. Honestly, it depends on the game. Some games at 30, it's kind of jarring, but then there's games it's a like first person per- shooter. Yeah, yeah. There's some games that like perfect example was a Plague Tale. Uh, what's the new one called? Requiem. Mm-hmm. That was supposedly 30 frames. I would have never known it until, uh, unless like you, you absolutely told me for sure that that was 30 frames per second. It actually is 60 Because it did not. But when we played it at yeah. launch, it was 30, yeah. So well, I think cool, it just, though. Sorry, go ahead, Greg. No, I was just going to say, I think it varies. Because even like, you know, cinema, cinema shot at, I think, t- uh, 24, 24 yeah. FPS. Yeah, so. It looks totally natural. Like yeah. every movie looks totally natural at 24 frames. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's weird. But um, Plague Tale uh, specifically actually featured a VRR or something like that, where if you played on a 120 FPS monitor, which which is what I was doing, it actually played the game at 45 frames per second instead of 30, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Um, but who who cares? Let's just move on to the next thing. 
first off, we're not done talking about this brand new Nintendo hardware because what Eurogamer and VGC reported is what everyone... Hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh, yeah. The the T239 NVIDIA SOC is being... Is, is what the actual Switch 2 is, is intended to use as the NVIDIA leak indicated. Greg, do you know anything about this? Yeah, I was about to say, Greg, it's up to you yeah, to explain what this means. Uh, not really. I just, I looked at it briefly and saw that it was a customized chip from the T, what, 234. So there, uh, that was, what was it, Om, Omni or Omri or whatever the company was? You betcha. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it seems like it's a big step up from the X1, but it's it's still, I think the biggest thing is going to be what technology it takes advantage of because you know like i said before during the initial launch and people were like you know talking about um dlss and it was still in its in its infancy is like new generations of cards have come out i mean by the time the switch is launched i think we were in the 2000 series of cards and now we're in the 4000 series and so the technology has developmentally gotten better over each generation and that's pretty much annually now at this point so, I mean, if, if this is a custom chip that's built, that builds on the Ampere technology and, you know, we see DLSS 3.55 or 3.5 being part of this, then I could yeah. potentially see it being pretty powerful. But it's it, still, I think it's only like 2,300 CUDA cores, which is about PS4 Pro level. <laughs> that sounds fake. I was about to say, yeah, like, you could just say like, yeah, like the, the gigawatts are bursting out of this thing. It's like, it's like, it's like the first time we heard teraflops. I mean, if you're in the, yeah. like, into like design, you know teraflops. But the first time I heard teraflops, I'm like, okay, that's and not- And it does list it as four teraflops for... Instead of the point, instead of the point four that the switch think, is currently at. Oh wow! I think yeah, the series. I mean, if you look at it that way. That's a big step up. I think the series S is is four teraflops. Um, uh, I think it's six, and then the series X is twelve. Oh okay. And I think that you yeah, know there's four. Ten. Series S four, and then yeah, the series X is twelve. What a piece oh. of crap the series S. But is. I heard that. I love the series of, S though. Yeah. No, I love it. This, this, the um, I've I've always heard that like the teraflops weren't actually that big of a deal. Like for some reason, Xbox just used them in their marketing, like hardcore for the One X. But so they, they could be actually... like, oh, we have two more teraflops in the PS Five, yeah. baby. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, they like really leaned in on the teraflops. So apparently, it's not that big a deal, like in terms of the hardware. But I don't know anything about the innards of hardware or anything. Um. But yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm just surprised with how far like mobile portable technology is getting. Like it seems like there's already like a portable Series S available with like the uh, the Rog Ally. Like it, like I heard uh, Jess Corden. Nobody knows what that is, Brett. The Rog Ally. Well, it's <laughs> it's slightly more powerful than Brett's the, the Rog Ally ambassador. <laughs> I am. I don't even have one, but yeah. no, but um, Jez Corden said that because he's been playing Starfield on his Series S. X PC and ROG Ally. Um, and he was saying that the ROG Ally runs it better than, than the Series S, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. the Series S, honestly, I couldn't tell it much of a difference on the Series X, but he's running it at 60 frames on the ROG Ally. And the Series X doesn't even do that. But it's obviously scalable and like it cuts back in other areas and whatnot. And and you know, they didn't want to make those sacrifices on the console version. But what I'm saying is we're getting a lot out of mo- like mobile portable hardware and i'm wondering if nintendo's like 
seeing guys, we can make like a pretty beefy piece of tech and not spend that much money because I mean, the lowest steam deck, I believe is $400. Like that's not that crazy. They could probably make something that's slightly weaker than a steam deck. That still looks great. Plays games. Great. Sell it at a, at, like actually at a profit, which I doubt is what uh, valve is doing. Maybe they are. I don't know. And then just dominate. I, I think that that's, that's probably what they're doing. They're probably going to create something that looks really good and plays really nice. And it's going to blow people's minds because it's Nintendo. We're going to finally get some freaking, maybe even some like 1440p games like the series. S that's all I want, honestly. Yeah. I think that's, that's their entry point, but at the same time they need to tackle storage. And I think the storage Ooh. is going to be probably the, the, either the turning point for a higher price point or they're going to skip out on it and be lower, but they'll probably have two. What's the lowest storage? I'm guessing. What's the lowest storage on the steam deck? 64, isn't it? Um, Really? I think it's 64 and 128. Well, either way, if I'm surprised if, if they, I'm surprised that that steam deck has one that's that low because of how big game files are, but yeah, because that's the only way. Yeah. Maybe they yeah, can get away with 64 gigs in the next Nintendo hardware. It just seems really low. Yeah, that does. Think about it that way. I just want I like they need to tackle, you know, having even external SSD or a smaller internal SSD and then being capable like the Series X and uh, Series X and S do where you can, you know, put the the uh, you know, I think was the Western Digital has like the the certified insert for it to expand the the storage to 500 gigs or whatever i don't know i think it's just transfer speeds but if they had something like i even have a little like usb ssd that i got you know way back when or if it's from the star wars event but like you know having something like that to be able to hook into the switch dock or the switch Two dock would solve a lot of problems and then i just take my carts and my internal storage games on the go but when i'm home i can have some sort of ssd plugged in to yeah. the dock and it can access that yeah yeah i really wonder what's in store for us like it's it's pretty close in terms of the hardware i i, I honestly think it's coming out next year so we'll probably know in the next eight months i want to say like what the next hardware is i don't know i mean yeah but, if, uh, if developers are already getting a sneak peek of it then I mean, it's got to be soon. I'm sure yeah. they saw it before, too, because they teased something previously where they took it to CES and it was behind closed doors and super secret. And they've done that in the past with the Switch. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is some developer's second time or third time seeing it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. All right, let's move on maybe. to the next topic then. <laughs> the games that are rumored recently um well actually now, i'm sorry real quick uh i don't even remember where i read this today it was just kind of in passing but like allegedly when they showed off the uh that enhanced breath of the wild demo that was like 4k oh yeah, 60 fps dlss yeah so like i guess everyone's been clear to say that like this may not be a game that's ever actually released this could just mm -hmm. be a tech demo sort of thing but yeah. Uh, yeah, so allegedly they had Breath of the Wild demo running at these super high specs. But anyway, what I read today was allegedly the main thing they were pushing was just how short the load times were. Like really? everything looked way prettier, but allegedly, yeah, they were, Nintendo was just most hey, look excited how fast by this. this is. Yeah, yeah, by the small load times. So like 
Yeah, that sure sounds to me yeah. like SSD. Right? SSD. Well, yeah. yeah, if I boot up Oregon Trail on my PC now, it's going to load pretty fast. <laughs> Woo! But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting about Nintendo is they make games that have a like very strong art style, so they don't technically have to keep pushing the hardware that they're making games on. So if they wanted no. to, they could like stick with Mario Odyssey's art style, which st- would still look great up res to 4K 60 FPS. And they could create something that has like insanely low fast times because it's still technically running like a last gen game. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if, if they could do something with that involving Mario, like, like sort of how Sony marketed uh, Ratchet and Clank Ratchet with like the Clank. super mm-hmm. like fast jumping loading, like, worlds instantly. Yeah. They could yeah. probably do something like that with like a mainline Mario game, which I think would be freaking awesome. Like jump into a painting and like it literally yes, becomes that world. Right right oh, That'd that be really be cool. Wild. That would yeah. be wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. Um, but I was actually going to bring something up too. There's this new tech called, I don't remember, Greg, I think you said DLSSRZY. Um, <laughs> but it, it apparently, it like, super samples like resolution and makes the game look like it's running at a ray a way higher resolution than it actually is or something like that and i think starfield's actually doing it. i think starfield runs at like 900p technically on series x but it's up res to 4k using that uh technology and it really? works and looks great um oh. or maybe it was 1080 on yeah but i think it's a- a- amd's and... version of fsr it's a little bit different technology but same result pretty much it seems like that's gonna i, I, I keep hearing about that like every time I hear about like all these rumors with the Nintendo hardware, I think they might be leaning into that so that they might be able to like technically play games at a lower, like tech, a, a less taxing uh, resolution, but then have them still look like really crisp and high resolution using that technology yeah. or something like that. I don't understand. Yeah, there's there's but... some there's a lot of politics involved with it too because like the other consoles use AMD APUs and then Nintendo uses Nvidia and so like even with the most even with starfield like i can't i have an nvidia card but there's no dlss for me to select there's only fsr through amd Mm. and so and that's because amd has been trying to you know chisel out more of a corner in the gaming market with like amd supported titles and this and that and for a long time it's been nvidia leading the charge but now more and more users are using AMD because they're cheaper than NVIDIA products generally. But I think there's that could produce some potential problems for, or ops, I shouldn't say problems, more so obstacles. And then maybe Nintendo does have that power to start, you know, twisting a lot of uh, developers' arms to, to develop specifically for their NVIDIA product. I don't know. It's still yeah. a lot of new new shit to me that I'm not familiar with, but you know I've seen it tossed around here and there, and then I'm like, "What does that mean?" So then I go Google, then I'm down a Reddit thread, then I'm down on another article, <laughs> and then I finally figure out that I learned like 02 percent of what the actual technology does. And you're our tech expert. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You really are. Like you're you're literally the closest person we have to a tech. Because we're we're all such hardcore PC gamers here. Yeah. I just see I see numbers and I'm like, ooh, small number bad, big number good. Go with big number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It runs off those kuglama flops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> those those orgasmators. <laughs> orgasmators, Greg. Now let's move on to the next topic, which is donkey kong and f-zero gx john why don't you tell us all about this 
All right. Uh, I'll, I will attempt to anyway. So of the many leakers out there, there's one called Pioro, who uh, basically I think he's just batting a thousand for like any time he does Nintendo leaks. And I think it was over the weekend he just decided to start leaking stuff for the direct that's he didn't give a date on when the direct is, but everyone's just assuming that like this is the week. Like we will probably hear about it tomorrow morning or the morning after that. It'd be hilarious if we're completely wrong. But uh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, a direct coming this month. And uh he's been like teasing piece by piece, like kind of what to expect there. But like he's doing it in this really tricky way where like he'll he'll tease something's coming, then like a day later or several hours later, he'll be like, actually, I meant it in this way. And then he calls out all the fake leakers that are like, oh, by the way, this thing's coming that he leaked. And then he's yeah. like, he he like retweets them and he's like, delete your account when you're wrong. <laughs> so he's like, he's trying to like weed out the fake leakers while doing the real leaks. And huh. so uh, one of the big things he he tweeted was just an image of Donkey Kong rolling in in the Mario movie. So everyone interpreted this to be the long rumored new Donkey Kong game, which would uh, be great but, right now. Which would rule. That and would it turns awesome, out yeah. it's probably something substantially less hype than that. Uh, long story short, it seems like he's teasing that it's actually a new uh, like Mario versus Donkey Kong game. Those mm. like. 2D side scroller puzzle platformer games. Uh, when did those start originally? Not, like, like the, that was the first DS that they originally started. Why do they started, keep making? Are they selling good? No, or? it was Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. Yeah. What? Are, are I mean, these things selling good? Like, why do they keep making them? <laughs> I mean, I guess they must be selling well enough to keep pumping them out. Yeah. Uh, it has to have been a while since the last one by now. Tipping like... Stars on Wii U and 3DS. Okay. First game I ever reviewed. All right. <laughs> there First we go. Nintendo game. Tipping Stars. Uh, so, yeah. So, seems like that's one of them. And the other is he tweeted about F-Zero. And we thought that this pertained to, like, an F-Zero GX remaster from the GameCube. I think that was GX. Um, yeah. because another trusted leaker had leaked that like a year ago that that's coming at some point. And so that might be coming. But then Pioro also tweeted about how Pac-Man 99 is going away. So now, long story short, there's weird speculation that it could be F-099. That would <laughs> and be we're sick. not sure what that oh, is. Well, that'd yeah, be, that'd be cool. Is that would that? be sick. That actually yeah. sounds awesome. Like I know. people <laughs> racing. Like that sounds badass. Yeah, like even like even if it's like SNES graphics yeah. or if it's GameCube graphics, yeah. like regardless, like that that would kind of rule. I'd I'd be curious to see what that is. Well, look yeah, at it, Mario 99. Imagine... It was like four levels and it was fun as hell. Yeah, Greg, mm-hmm. you were you, Greg was really good at that. Like I enjoyed watching him play that because he was he was playing it at my house. Um nice. I um would love like i would love for it to be gx 100 people but i honestly can picture the uh the the, uh, snex f0 game with like a hundred screens on the on the screen at once and then yours is like in the middle like i could talk i could totally picture that'd be crazy (laughs) that'd That'd be be nuts (laughs) like for you whatever it is whatever it is i'd like to see it they're probably gonna lean pretty heavy into that 99 thing with tetris and mario I mean, Tetris has been the only big hit, I think. 
Maybe Mario I mean, was, Mario but it's 99 gone now. was cool, but yeah, they just casually pulled it because Nintendo's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, like, come on. Watch, they're just going to release them all, take them away, and then sell them back to us in a bundle. <laughs> there you go, for $50. That would, that'd be great. <laughs> if they ever the take away Tetris bundle. 99, my, my wife's going to be pissed. Like, she yeah, would literally... She, she probably never playing it last night. Again. Yeah, she, <laughs> she literally wouldn't. That's all she plays on it. Tetris 99. <sighs> but... I, I like these little games. I, I I can't I can't believe that they haven't leaned into more like exclusive NSO games like this, like party games like this. Mm, yeah, it seems like such a smart idea for a subscription service, and and I feel like only Nintendo could do it. Like release like a temporary game that's like a like a flash in the pan moment. If you if you don't play Mario ninety nine or whatever it's called, wasn't it like thirty nine or something? Twenty nine, uh, thirty three. Well, Super Mario Brothers thirty five, I think. Thirty five. Thirty five. Because it was the anniversary. Yeah. yeah. I'm That's honestly right. surprised That's they've done right. it this much. Like release yeah. older games that have online connectivity. Like I, I'm yeah. even surprised that that's even a thing. Right. Because yeah. we've we've kind of gotten used to Nintendo doing the bare minimum with its online services. Yeah. So yeah. yeah like true. online play. You're right. It does seem like kind of a surprise. What sucks is like. The online games, like if you play like Mario Kart, Super Nintendo, or whatever, like the the online is like only with friends, right? Like you can't play with randoms online. Probably, yeah. Like I would be surprised if there's matchmaking. I, for I Mario wish Kart. That there was matchmaking for like every game. <laughs> oh, like, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Like with yeah. 007, like that'd that. be so cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. But yeah. very funny that Xbox doesn't have that option. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Uh, otherwise, I, I forget. Like, Piero's just been kind of cryptic, um, and he's reliable, oh, right? Yeah. Apparently, I think again, I think he's batting a thousand. I don't think he's been wrong about anything. Uh, and he also, he said that there's a remake of a DS game and a Wii game, and so that sounds really exciting. Hmm. But I guess like some of the prime suspects are not exciting and they're not games normal people have ever even heard of. Oh yeah, one's so. like that that like anime style game. I think what it's what's it? it called like Lost Code or something? Something like that. Lost Story? No, no Sean no, just no. talked about it. Uh in, in his video that I edited and I can't code, remember. Maybe? I downloaded another, the game. Another code. Hang on. <laughs> I literally downloaded it's, the game. It's another code two memories and another code R, a journey into lost memories. I can't uh, wait. This is going to be the remake. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah, yeah there'll be sucks. remakes. Yeah. Why um, even announce that? That's super lame. <laughs> well, I mean, these are the kinds of games that you get at the end of a console generation, yeah, you know? That's like, true. That's true. Yeah. The really hot stuff is going to Switch 2, except for Metroid Prime 4, which is never coming yeah, out. Which is coming out yeah. this year. <laughs> <laughs> this year. <laughs> well, I mean, Zippo, who like who knows if he's legit or not anymore. Zippo was saying summer 2024. That's when Metroid Prime 4 is coming. But like, even mm. if you weren't a leaker, like as I've discussed elsewhere, like by default, that kind of has to be the, like the last time the game can come out. If right. Switch 2 is coming out around that time or the fall. Like yeah. we're you're literally running out of months. This game could come out and come out on Switch. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I don't know, but I I just love how vague the uh, Kuro is. He's like, 
you know, it might be coming out, but it might not be like, he's almost covering all of his bases. Like this could be true, but it could also not be true. Well, (laughs) again, like it, like it, it fully seems like he knows what he's talking about, but he's just screwing with people for the sake of being like, just for the fun of it. And maybe it's that too. Also, like, there's also a mentality that some leakers have where like they purposely try to have fun with it and not explain it 100%. So it's not completely leaked. Like they get the joy of leaking, but like they don't have to take responsibility for completely spoiling the surprise either. It kind of feels like that's what's happening here. (laughs) Sociopaths. You guys remember whenever Dan Allen Gaming got caught? (laughs) You remember that? Wait, who was that? It was the dude who um the the snitch. No, it wasn't the snitch. No, it it wasn't the snitch. It was someone else. It was just around. It was Uh, what was his name? I remember that. I know what you're talking about, but what was it he got that he got yeah, caught in trouble for? He he got he told a bunch of information about like he went to like Ubisoft events and like signed a bunch of like uh, NDAs mm. and then uh, then yeah. signed into his other Twitter profile that was like for yeah. like leaking stuff and then was <laughs> yeah. like I I know all about this and this <laughs> and it's like they so figured that it was him and then his YouTube channel reported on that right yeah exactly yeah he reported on <laughs> oh himself my God. pretending to be Dunce. someone else but the but dude moron, the dude. best part like literally the best part is the way he got caught he forgot to switch what Twitter profile he was <laughs> yes, using that's what it was <laughs> and yeah, he he used right. his he actually posted it from his normal account oh, so man. that people yeah. are like uh dude. what are you talking about <laughs> yeah uh... <laughs> Wow. Dude, I've done that in my amazing. professional career, and I, it's like, it's like you know when you've made like a, like your stomach just sinks. Just you're like, I can't like, believe oh I fucking God. did oh that. What did you do? Oh, like God. you broke an NDA and tweeted it out? What are you talking no, about? No, no. So this was in my professional career at a at the ad agency I was working at, and I had like a sensitive inbox message to me. This is years ago, and. Uh my boss was like reply this and so like i copied it pasted it into you a doc it i edited it no and then when i sent it back to the because it was managing some a business's social media page and i posted it with the uh with the part that my boss had sent her this and then so when i pasted the message to the person it said send her this oh yeah and I then all the from time. the business uh, oh my stomach i, I do that for sean I, on accident like at oh. least once every few months. <laughs> I've never had. I've never sweated so much in in a thirty second span. <laughs> it wasn't that probably that big like, a deal. No, like, undo, undo, undo. All right, but I will right, be right back. Let's, let's we'll be right back this. after this break. In other news, Gotham Knights has been rated for Nintendo Switch. If you didn't know, this is the game that was developed by WB Montreal. And their their previous game was the amazing, the incredible Batman Arkham Origins. And then they put out this dud that was worse in every way imaginable. The combat, the story, the writing, the traversal, like the world building, the graphics, pretty much everything you can think of was worse in Gotham Knights. This stink um, pile. Yeah. And it's kind of funny that this is coming right after the Arkham Trilogy is coming. So that means every single recent Batman game is on Switch, except Arkham Origins. Origins Come on, yeah. WB. It's like the redheaded stepchild. They, they don't want all to the admit ones that, that matter. No, they don't. <laughs> this one does not matter. They should have did Origins yeah, over this This, this truly doesn't matter. Brett, did you ever the, even finish this game? No, no. I I, I, th- I have two chapters left, and I haven't finished it. So I don't you know if I'm going to jump. Quest. 
I don't know if I'm going to John Frisch it or if I'm going to finish it. <laughs> I mean, like most of the things I ever heard about this game were negative after it released. Yeah, it sold really good, though. Did it? That's, that's what I heard. Yeah, I, it I, I, I thought well. it tanked. Really? I've heard it. It's, it's it had I've heard it's had legs too, like behind the scenes a little bit. Huh. Sorry if you hear loud noises behind me. I don't know if you can hear I, that. I did everything Something. I could. Yeah to get into this game like i wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt i wanted to try and pretend like the voice acting wasn't as god-awful as it was oh my god it was terrible and man i just the the moments that were bad were so bad that it was it was hard to forgive it for those things and like focus on the positives and uh, man I, i don't know Playing as Bat Batgirl was the worst choice in the world because the actress was so horrible. I I can't even <laughs> express like she lands on a bunch of dead bodies and she's like, "Oh my, there's lots of de- <laughs> what's going on down here." And I'm just like, "What is ha- who wrote this? Like, did someone yeah. who's 18 write this? Fresh Ew, out of college? Yucky." I just I, like it's like it's a casual thing to fall in a on a pile of dead bodies. Like, oh goodness, yeah, thousands me. of dead bodies. Literally, <laughs> it was it was like visually one of the coolest moments in the game. Like the visual of it, like falling on a bunch of skeletons, and it's like terrible, like terrible acting ruined it. Man, you yeah. want to know the evidence that this game must not have done well? Nobody went on an insane Instagram crusade to harass that woman. Yeah, oh, yeah. that is true. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah i double checked it doesn't look like there's really much of any data about how this game sold and usually mm-hmm. companies will announce if a game sold like a million units etc so yeah. then why bring it to switch because you might well, not remember that's why to try and juice the numbers it's not even on xbox one and ps4 so i'm wondering if it's also coming to those platforms and it just hasn't like been rated oh, yet yeah that's right i forgot they canceled and those was, yeah. man what junk are they gonna release on so, switch then yeah, this exactly. is gonna be like the the ps1 hogwarts legacy we're getting <laughs> right that's coming this year still right <laughs> yeah. hogwarts legacy where are you at yeah that's right that's hilarious it still has no release date does it nope man oh wait does it i don't remember i, don't, I mean I don't think so. No, I think I was confusing. With oh, the PS4. all right, all right. Allegedly, it's November fourteenth. Oh. oh, there we go. Never mind. We were proven wrong. D Day. It's coming. It is cloud coming. version, baby. Cloud version. <laughs> it's native. Native <laughs> on the Switch hardware. DLSS. I don't know. Man, I negative five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, skip man. this game. Definitely play the Arkham trilogy though on Switch. That's coming soon. If you've never played them, they're all masterpieces. Eh, Arkham Knight, never mind. Uh, but Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. Arkham Knight was good. Calm down. No, still Wait, play Arkham Knight. It's Arkham great. Trilogy yeah. Don't came get me out on Switch. Oh, it's out yeah. already. Did it? Then never mind. <laughs> I I think I'm double checking now, but I think it already came out. Then yeah, just just play those. Oh no, I'm yeah. sorry. No, I'm wrong. It comes out October 13th. Oh okay. So soon. Rare L for John. Wow. <laughs> well, clearly I'm invested in these games. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you played a single one no i, I did play the first two and oh, i okay. i love the first one like it's small but it's like wh- whoever was like i'm just gonna make a metroid game that happens to be batman that's the most brilliant thing i've ever heard in my life that's yeah. what that's what arkham uh arkham asylum is it's just it's metroidvania batman and yeah. then you know arkham city did it open world and i thought that game was really good too i just didn't think it had the same charm as as uh arkham asylum 
And after that, I just kind of felt like I had my fill. Like, I just never cared to play Arkham Knight. It just felt like the same thing again. So, yeah, um, Arkham Knight did feel too samey. And the one big thing that they added wasn't cool with the tank. The car, the tank. Oh. Yeah. Mm. But it's still really good. I, I think you should play it if you haven't. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I liked it. <laughs> no, I don't doubt that it's a good game. I'm sure it's a really good game. And it always looks, like, crazy beautiful on the other systems. Yeah, really pretty. So it's nuts that it's on the place, uh, that it's on the Switch at all. But yeah, I, just, I, eh, I can't believe that. Just not on my agenda. That's all. So I've I've said this before, but like, man, Nintendo can really pad themselves with like all these games that are in like weird spots, like Hogwarts Legacy, um, whatever this Batman port would be. But like, <laughs> they're gonna have a catalog of games from the PS4 Pro, Xbox, what was it, One X, One X era that are now going to get upcycled to the, whatever the switch two is the same thing that like they're Red doing Dead right Redemption now with them. Yeah, yeah. All these like games and even like even HD versions make, may get like, you know, 4k up And I'm wondering where they're, how they're going to navigate that too, with all these games that recently got remasters, like Red Dead Redemption. Like, what do you do with that with the switch pro? Does it just it, stay the same? And does it get higher textures? My hope obviously is that this thing is backwards compatible, but I think it'd be smart of them to have like a launch catalog of games that like are their back catalog of games that are, that are already out, but that get free enhancements or or maybe not free, but like you can pay to upgrade like certain enhancements. Like for example, um, Hogwarts Legacy, it's, it's about to come out. It's obviously coming out before the next Switch hardware. It'd be cool if at the launch of the next Switch, it's like you can play Hogwarts Legacy, higher resolution, higher frame rate, looking better than ever, like better uh, draw distances and textures, all that stuff. And like you get to play it on the brand new Switch hardware. And then like when you go to the store, it's like all of the the newest enhanced games that are on like the storefront of like the of like whatever this Switch hardware is going to be. And then, of course, you still have the whole back catalog of the Switch, too. They're just not as heavily marketed. I think that'd be a smart way to market this console to be like like better load times. The games look better. They run better. I don't know. And I said that kind of before too. Like even if it's you know Mario Odyssey, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, yeah, like that should Wild, be some of them. Mario Kart, like you know, those are games that could use like a bump in visual performance. But like not even just like visually, that just pads Nintendo's catalog even more while they're still releasing stuff to Nintendo Switch Online or whatever happens to that too. It, it'll make old things feel new again if like if i booted up my next switch hardware and, and i went to the store and i saw like a, a catalog of games that are like all enhanced brand new tech like like uh, performance patches and stuff like that'd be exciting to me to be like oh my god i'm yeah. hopping into tomorrow odyssey i'm hopping into yoshi's crafted world or like whatever gets like randomly enhanced i, I think that'd be cool could you imagine like no more heroes one and two like just running well you know, okay. or, or even like or even well, yeah, at all <laughs> or, or like three was the even worst, Pic- the even worst Pikmin, you know like I, I feel like that's like there's such a prime picking for a 4k yeah, wonderful mm-hmm. one-on-one even games like that that just have a lot of action on screen can benefit from increased hardware yeah jankanetta you know Janka- oh, jankanetta oh bayonetta please i i would <laughs> actually bayonetta three ran I would, fine it i ran would play fine through bayonetta <laughs> was just, again, so fun. just for that it was fun is but Bayonetta three? I I think I had better, fun. Is the better version of Final Fantasy sixteen? Like the combat's more fun. <laughs> the big action set pieces are more crazy, and they're 
while graphically they're not as insane like like realistic i think they're like better like better done if you're if you're going to be a giant godzilla monster you you want to have fun while you're doing it i feel like bayonet <sighs> actually actually did a good job whereas final yeah. fantasy 16 all those sections were boring as hell breath pissed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't like playing as a giant what is it called deimos the icons icons yeah icons. <laughs> anyway yeah. I'm just never playing either one of those again. So it's Final Fantasy 16 was terrible. Let's move on to the next uh, topic. <laughs> just kidding. It wasn't terrible. Such a hater. <laughs> it was good. Like it was good. I'll, I'll give it that. It just wasn't great, in my opinion. Yeah. Shigeru Miyamoto and Charles <laughs> Martinet made his goodbye video essentially, <laughs> and no one still to this day knows what Mario Ambassador means. We have absolutely yeah. no idea. I guess it just means he's going to continue being at Nintendo events. But at that point, like, why recast him? Like, right. what? Yeah. And right. and, they, and they said that they're not going to announce who the new Mario voice actor is. Because just like John mm-hmm. said, they don't want anyone stealing the limelight away from Mario itself, himself. Yeah. Like, they, they, they want... They genuinely don't even want you to care who those voices are. Because Nintendo doesn't care. To them, mm-hmm. they're just bodies fulfilling work that they got paid for, and they yep. shouldn't be given any attention whatsoever. I hope they're being paid much, well. Much like Bayonetta, I guess. <laughs> hey yo. Yeah. <laughs> Bayonetta, Damn. Bayonetta, son. What's her name? Did did pretty good with her in the third game. I thought was it Jennifer, Jennifer Hale? Hale? Yeah, yeah, Jennifer. Um, yeah. but yeah, what were we just talking about? Oh yeah, guys, what did you guys <laughs> think of the video? Like, did you guys what? think it was interesting? Or... I didn't actually see it. <laughs> Ouch. Oh wow! Didn't even to me, care it just to reinforced watch. everything I'd already said. Like, like it, it didn't sway me at all. Like, it was nice of Miyamoto to come and do this video message from another continent that Martinet <laughs> clearly wasn't in. Yeah, but <laughs> they definitely did that in two different studios in other mm-hmm. parts of the world. But like, eh, I don't know. Like, I mean, and like, even like. Miyamoto said really nice things about Martinet, which was good and expected and it felt genuine. But at the Diplomatic. same time, sure. At the same time, though, like literally, you couldn't have gotten anyone else to do it and have it matter. Because, like, if they wheeled out Doug Bowser to give that message, like, Doug Bowser hasn't even been there like half as long as Martinet has. Like, right. it, it, like, it just wouldn't have anywhere near as much impact. And, like, there's no one else in Japan who could speak about it. So, like, it had to be Miyamoto by default if they wanted to do something like this. True. And so, like, I don't know. Like, so I guess I'm of, I'm of two minds where, number one, it's good that they're at least doing right by Martinet by, like, giving the guy a spotlight at all. But it's still messed up that they're, like, basically forcibly retiring him. And, like, I can't right. fathom any other scenario of what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. I, I, I feel like this is, like... Uh a family member like ushering in an elderly parent into like an old folks home like it's okay we're gonna get there yeah, yeah celebrate you're gonna be yeah. the ambassador of the old you're folks the ambassador of- yeah. <laughs> every yeah. monday night you lead bingo night <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, god yeah. Uh, yeah which i think is yeah, a, you know like we said before like martinet has like he's just so full of spirit still like he's he's like yeah, he doesn't still sounds go away. fine like yeah he's still doing a great job <laughs> like right i hope he feels like the i mean like i've seen like someone just showed up in one of my collector groups today that they got a nintendo comic book signed uh by martinet i didn't even know that existed but it was like some throwback comic that they used to have with 
Daisy's original design on and he signed it. And like, even in those experiences, I just, I hope Martin knows that like, like the community loves him at least like that they care. They want to see him at events and, and stuff. Even, even if Nintendo doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, yeah. If they, what if they like caught him doing something horribly and he's actually this monster and, and they don't want to ruin the image of Mario. So they're like, okay, we're not going to talk about what we caught you doing. We're just going to usher you out and say you're Sub- the ambassador. He's now. Subway Jared. No, <laughs> don't, stop it. Don't, don't bring put that, that on him. Don't put oh, that on me, Ricky man. Bobby. Oh, man. It's me. I love the cocaine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Mamma mia. let's move on to what we are playing john wild arms random how's that going yeah yeah well i I mentioned yeah i mentioned that i hopped back on that from the vita which is a ps1 rpg yeah so i'm I'm just kind of continuing with that and um so I'm the kind of person where like whatever activity I'm doing, I tend to focus on it. So I'm not the type of person that has background noise, whether it's like a TV show or like a podcast or whatever. Mm. But with Wild Arms, I'm just playing on the Vita and it's usually like a turn your brain off and watch numbers go up game, which is that's what I crave in my old age. I just want these simple old RPGs. So I was able to play that while putting on Family Matters, Urkel on nice. Max. Yeah. And there so, like, go. I was just having a gay old time on Saturday, just like <laughs> Family Matters on the TV with Urkel, and I'm just playing my PlayStation One game on the Vita, and like it was drinking did your I surge. It was a very serene experience. Like, no, Family Matters is one of my favorite shows in the world. And as a as a little kid, I only called it Urkel. I just referred to it as Urkel. It's like I yeah. love Urkel. Yeah, I like too. I love that show. TGIF was just spectacular. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. So like just like till the day I die, like family matters will be one of the things nearest and dearest to my heart. So just letting that on his background noise while playing Wild Arms rules. And I want to do a lot more of that. <laughs> yes, Saturday mornings, I don't know what channel it is, but they have like a lot of the old like 80s and 90s. That there's like step by step plays. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. I've seen a little of that. Is it me yeah. TV? Or is it a different my, one? You guys still I have can't. TV channels? What's going on? Some people do. Yeah, <laughs> digital antenna, man. My uh, wife has it on, and I, and like she'll leave it on that channel, and then like Saturday mornings, I'll always hear these random '90s like theme songs, and I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, that brings me like, back. Per- like like late '80s, Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's my life, <laughs> my dreams. Yeah. Sister, sister. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I watched was all good the, too. Even Golden Girls I like was Sister, like Sister a lot. Yeah, got good. some zingers up in there. <laughs> Boy Meets World probably the best. Uh, Let's be real. Uh Boy Meets World was so good. You know what's funny? Like, uh, this was even several years ago now, but I I showed an episode of Boy Meets World to someone who was our age, but like just didn't watch it when it was on. And she was like, My God, this is the cheesiest crap. It's like, what? what? Come on. <laughs> Well, now to be fair, it was about it was an episode about a cult trying to recruit Sean, and uh, then <laughs> then a teacher the ends up in the hospital. <laughs> so it was yeah, a, one of the corny episodes. That's a rough introduction. <laughs> and like yeah. Corey's dad threatens to kill the cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> of course. 
So yeah, yeah I, I, I pick kind of a whopper of an episode. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I was always a, a full house and a say mm. by the bell kind of guy. Full okay, house. I actually for some reason didn't really watch much Saved by the by the Bell, but I did watch a ton of Full House. Yeah, I, and and when the Netflix revival hit, I watched every episode yeah. of Fuller House. Yeah. I watched that first season. Yeah, yeah. it was my wife too. Yeah. They leaned into the corny factor so hard, and I ate it yeah. up. I was oh, like, yeah. this show, this show knew yeah. exactly what it was, and like yeah. it had no problem being the cheesiest nonsense possible. And I was like, lean yes. right into it. Yeah. I will watch every episode, every season you ever release. Yeah. Yeah, but did so. you keep watching it? Because they basically got rid of everyone that made you care about it in the first place. No, they they kept bringing the people back, except of course Aunt Becky, because she was busy doing time. <laughs> yeah. So- but <laughs> yeah, I feel like they they started sparingly using all of the characters you cared about in that show well it wasn't supposed to be about them it was supposed to be like about you know about like, like families yeah yeah so i don't know <laughs> i like um the ogs same with that that 80s show i, I watched the first episode that had like all the characters mm, i never I got cared about that 80s show mm. no, and then that 90s show that 90s show my bad yeah that, that 80s show that is a real was show canceled too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> real quick i meant to say that 70s show I love that I 70s show. Seen. That's why I watched the first episode of that 90s show. And it was cool seeing everyone back in, except What's-His-Face. Hi, said, you're never going to see him because he's time. doing time. <laughs> yeah, he, oh, yeah. He, he's 30 he's to life. I don't see him for 25 to 30. Yeah. He's no, a 30 to life. Oh, yeah, 30 to life? Yeah. yeah. He's, got that Jared from, he's got that Jared from Subway stuff going on. Essential <laughs> 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 Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is it worse? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not worse than well, Jared. Jared's is it pretty, well, is it pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard because like you have Scientology mixed it within there, and they're just notorious for berating people with like finding them outside places and you know just being shitty people in general. We'll we'll create a separate podcast about ranking the worst people. About Scientologists. <laughs> and, Who's done and, the worst sex crimes? And yes. how does Doug Bowser play in? Doug- <laughs> oh god, don't sex don't. pervert. Stop. <laughs> Not poor Doug Bowser. Oh, man. They were starting no idea. They started making Doug Bowser a face too and that that changed. Like like they used to make they're like little group of people at like the face of Nintendo. And like you're saying, John, as soon as Doug Bowser came in, he was, he was like the face of like a few directs and then he was out of there. Like they just never, they, they rarely use him nowadays. Yeah. They made, he when just... they first introduced him, they played with the fact that his name was Bowser once and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Which was perfect. He's... Just seems like a weirdo. <laughs> a weirdo. I wouldn't let my kids near him. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right anywho John, uh greg and, you, you find things oh, about wait, having wait. kids greg <laughs> john what else were you saying about what you're playing <laughs> yeah real quick um so you guys know who the youtuber uh what's his name super eyepatch wolf is no all right he's like super popular and like i don't really watch quote-unquote youtubers anymore but he's like the only big youtuber i still watch and Long story short, he's real popular. He does long form videos about like anime and manga and wrestling and video oh, games. Yeah, I've seen this guy. A random assortment of things that I end up liking a lot of the time, even if it's something I didn't care about previously. And he did one about this video game called Fear and Hunger. That's just like an extremely dark RPG slash roguelite. And like you can like lose limbs in like the first seconds of the game and then die. Oh. 
and that becomes like a constant threat and it's just an extremely hard unforgiving ultra brutal game and he basically spoils the whole thing so i'm not playing it but there's a sequel Hmm. called fear and hunger termina fear and hunger 2 termina which it sounds like the same thing it's just that he didn't spoil that one in an hour-long video so uh i i I played like half an hour of that it's only pc right now and it's like Hmm. kind of janky like i don't think it's an rpg maker game but it has that kind of vibe and it's jank factor um but uh yeah, if you're if you're into like ultra dark video games that are also extremely difficult, oh, kill you off, cool. and you have to start from scratch over and over again, learning tiny tidbits every time. Uh, that's mm. what this game is. And so, like the first game, I guess became acclaimed, and it like went especially viral after that YouTuber did a video on it. And so, just on a whim, like I was like, all right, uh, I bought the sequel and. Now that I've explained it to you guys, I'll probably never play it again past that half (laughs) hour. (laughs) But it was a unique half hour. So it's kind of like a roguelite then, like where you die, you have to start over and like kind of learn. Yeah, and a lot of the item placements are even randomized. And the game, Mm. uh, at least as far as the first game goes, it doesn't explain much of anything to you. And like, like just understanding the game in itself is like kind of a puzzle. And then even once you finally understand the rules, it's still ultra difficult. And the little bit Jesus. I played of the second one, it seems pretty similar. Except the second one actually has three difficulty options, which is surprising. So there's this there's this image I looked it up. A girl has no eye, she has an arm amputated, and she's slitting some guy's throat. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, this is yeah, pretty dark. That's, so it's a that's family actually game. coming soon yeah, to totally. Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a major mechanic of the game. The, the, the combat is limb-based. So you don't just wow. attack an enemy, you pick the specific limb. You take and their like arm. You, you only kill them when you take out the head. Um, That's crazy. But if you try to go for the head right away, you'll probably miss because accuracy is low if you don't hit other limbs first. Gotcha. And okay. if they're holding a weapon, you usually want to hit that first or else they'll just attack you with the weapon and do huge okay. damage. And all of their limbs can do damage. So it's like, it's really hard and you're like trying to figure out each battle like, what should I be attacking or should I even be in this battle in the first place? Like mm. a big strategy is knowing to just not fight because usually you don't even get a reward for winning a fight. Winning a Weird. fight just means you got into a fight and you, you were just screwed fighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you, you walked away with all your limbs. <laughs> right. So nice. if you want to play that for like 30 plus hours to complete one run, maybe go for it. Jeez, sounds horrible. <laughs> sounds like hell, actually. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. The game is yeah. based off of yeah pretty much interesting hmm. now guys next up greg brett larson and me are all playing starfield so okay. let's talk about this game guys let's just get on into the nitty-gritty while we can actually first let's just go around and let's say how we're how we're feeling about it i'm still obviously super in love with it i love pretty much everything about it aside from some things like the ship combat and some of the weird like menu stuff that that annoys me. Um, Brett, or Brett, what about you? We'll do you first. So I am okay. So you've obviously expressed how much you enjoy this game, and and then there's been some people on the lower end of the spectrum, and I think I'm somewhere in the middle where there's times where I'm really into it and I'm really enjoying it. 
and I'm going like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm liking this. I'm totally into this mission. Like, this is really cool. Like last night I, I did this side mission that felt like, like you explained, like some of the side stuff feel like main missions. Like they're, they're that fleshed out. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. But then there's also moments where I'm just like, even like, maybe I haven't got far enough because you told me it, it does get better. And I've heard that it does get better, but some of the, like the main story stuff, it just like bores you to tears. Like it's just collecting artifacts, coming back, putting the artifact back in the lodge, going and pick, getting another artifact, coming back. So I'm glad I started branching out well, and the doing thing about some that, side stuff. <laughs> are you, there's side, there's stories with each artifact though. Like that, like, well, right. like, like when you go and I, get one, typically there's some type of right. story. No, I'm, I'm being unfair. I'm, I'm exaggerating. Obviously it's not, you're just going out to a cave collecting, coming back. There's like, story in between there's usually some type of like um conversation or like some kind of arc yeah yeah but but it did kind of start to seem like a little repetitive and and at times that i was just like okay i'm not sure that i'm feeling this or not um but overall like i i've started getting way more into it when you told me like dude no start doing some side stuff like i, I started doing like the free star ranger stuff or like you're a like a deputy which i haven't done and yeah dude it's that stuff is really interesting where you go out and you're trying to solve a crime and this crime that you're trying to solve like branches like 10 different directions and so like it starts out trying to find out who stole something and then it ends up you're in like so many different areas that it that it goes out to and it it ends up really cool i still haven't finished it because it goes so many different directions but that like i got way more into it when i did that so like anyone who's playing this i don't know why don't I've heard this, it. but I've Worst heard, yeah, I've heard, I've heard online that like, don't dude, come. you want to push through the main, don't come. Don't come. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard that you want to push through the main story stuff, but I've had way, I've enjoyed it way more doing the side stuff. Dude. Now, it, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say like, as far as stuff that like, it like a negative is like the load times going in and out of buildings suck that that's, that's frustrating. Like you, and I get it. Like the worlds are big. I, I understand. But like you can't even go in and out of like a room from from like inside the lodge to outside of Aquila City or whatever it's called without it loading. That kind of sucks. Not the end of the world, but it's kind of annoying. Um, and I did experience some bugs last night. Um, I'll let you guys talk, and then I'll, I'll I'll go over the bugs. But it wasn't like anything too crazy. But I did start before last night. I never really noticed any bugs, and I had like two major things happen last night. Yeah. I've but, I've had some bugs, just like nothing that I, honestly I I kind of enjoy like funny bugs, um yeah like the one you sent where your head was gone like that the was ju- the bugs that tell yeah, that like stand up jokes yeah funny yeah bugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um before I toss it to Greg I will say what's what's kind of weird about this game is you're not having the same experience as me at all so it's like you can't really relate with anything that I'm going to say because you haven't seen or done most of it. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of weird to, to talk about this game. Cause like, I'm saying like, it's so, it's so amazing. I did this thing. And when I'm thinking about it, it's like all the things I did, they all sort of worked perfectly together. Like someone told me to go do this thing here. And then that's where I met this person and they needed my help. And during that time, there was someone who, there's like someone in my crew who, who like wanted to talk to me and, and they tell me about their past. And then we go and finish this mission together. And then we go do something like to help out them. Like you're not having that exact experience. You're not having the same pacing. I'm going to different planets as you. I'm, I'm doing different missions than you. So it's just kind of interesting. 
especially since like you like you're doing the freestar collective i've done vanguard and crimson fleet and i haven't touched freestar collective so i don't even know what you're playing which kind of i'm I'm, kind of like man he's probably playing something shitty like that sucks because i I want you to experience what i have but it's just impossible now greg how you feel about the game uh i'm still pretty lukewarm you know i'm still discovering stuff um you know, I denied, I think, that mission where they wanted you to infiltrate the Crimson Fleet and then ooh, they, ooh, they tossed me. They tossed you denied me in, it. They tossed me in jail. And then I but but that's the thing. I was like, I thought it was gonna be like an experience getting and, and this this is like kind of how why I haven't really like like I'm starting to come around to the game a little bit more, but like that portion where you, they were like, Well, we're gonna toss you in jail, and I was like, Oh fuck, well, how do I figure out how to get out of this? And you're just out of it, and you just go about what you were doing before. And yeah, they just like, toss you in there right. for like a little bit of time. It's not like, it's, but I felt like it should have like been like something of an days or something. Well, I, I felt like it should have been something of an experience. Like they oh, can't like you toss you in jail or something, and then yeah, or like you have to, yeah, you know, have a conversation. You want to spread your cheeks for out. the for the prison guards <laughs> and everything. That's so how you I won't do that out. again. Dude, Greg, if you're not gonna do the infiltrating the Crimson Fleet mission since, since you already denied it just go join the crimson fleet just go be a bad guy because you don't want to miss out on those missions i kind of would i kind of want to do be a bad guy because I'm, I'm generally i usually play like on the the hero side but you know every now and then like i was I, i've been torn at games where they don't give you the option but you know one of the things i do like about it is that this is probably the first game in like the past 10 years that i actually enjoy the conversation trees and I think it's mostly because maybe the acting's gotten a little bit better. They seem a little bit more streamlined than the normal lengthy responses and, and, you know, what I'm trying to get at. Um, the only thing I don't like is like, <laughs> as someone who doesn't play these types of games, I really wish there was an option just to reset the entire conversation and like mm. pick and choose a little bit more carefully or you like, got to save re- like right before every conversation. Yeah, yeah, or, save or, scum. There's a, a quick <laughs> yeah. save. It's just pause, click A, and it's boom. Yeah, and or just like repeat what the previous selection said. Like instead of it having it grayed out, I, w- I would like to have like, I'm like, because then that would have allowed me to like maybe better understand where they're, where the conversation was going. Um, I do like, you know, being able, like when I first got to New Atlantis, I just wanted to like fuck off and, explore and like went to a bar and then i was just like uh do i need to go back to my ship do i mm, do i go here let me jump in the water i want to see what that's like and then i jumped out of the water miraculously because like zero gravity exists i guess but you know it's just like little things like that Uh, the body style the body design like my character looks really weird running around in underwear like it's all like misproportioned why and are stuff. you in underwear yeah. <laughs> why not you gotta fucking be weird um i do like some of the i do like the guns i like some of the gun combat um i don't i've already like tussled with being over encumbered during battle and running out of oxygen and and navigating that um between the series s and pc it plays so much better on the pc but new atlantis performs better on series s which i heard is has been an issue um it like drops to like weird low frame rates but the performance and visuals are much better on pc like everywhere else like i was like what is happening right now do i need to change my settings and then as soon as i got to the part where 
he had to like uh i think he ran like the earth's moon he had to dock at like the station and stuff and like i thought that sequence was neat but i also thought like the space exploration isn't what i thought it was it's like it's it's almost like a weird like loading screen jumping your ship fly to space shoot stuff around a planet and then fast travel to the next spot and it's like you i feel like i do I'm, that every time it's just whenever you first get to a galaxy you have but to... still like I, I i feel like i'm i'm missing something like i'm missing the the like part of space that i wanted to explore most or yeah. i don't know i'm just i'm just still treading lightly on it to to kind of figure out what kind of player i want to be um I thought the the character customizations were a little wonky. Like I started pulling and tugging on the sliders and some of them were like, were like linked to each other. So then it would like change like my chin and like, what if I wanted to look, you know, really weird or what if I had a, you know, an abnormality on my, on my face or something that I wanted to have representative in the game. And like, some of them don't allow you to fully do that or bring that vision to life, which I thought was a little limiting, but, I mean, for the most part, you know, there's a, there's quite a few times where I'm like, wow, this is really pretty. And this is crazy that this is like this huge game. And, you know, I, I keep telling myself it's, you know, it's Starfield, it's about space, but it's not specifically about space exploration. It's about the people and the, the, these cultures that are now on these planets or these places. And I think I'm starting to like come around to that a little bit more, just reminding myself that that's what it is. Pull, tug, and nice. come in the same sentence. I have, a, I have a lot of things I have to say about this game. We're running low on time, but um, I'm I'm loving it. I'm just gonna read my impressions that I wrote last night. I'm just I'm just gonna do that. All right. He's been preparing um, this for a day and a half. I'm sixty. Speech. Speech. I'm, I'm sixty nine hours says my Xbox into the game, but I'm 69. probably closer to sixty because I paused the game. I don't think I'm nearly done because the game is so addicting and massive. The lore is incredible and I constantly want to learn more about it and exhaust all possible conversations that I can because it's genuinely super well-written. Like this, this has to be some of the best. Si- the side quests of this game don't even feel like they're from the same developer. Like this does, this is not Fallout 4 side quests. This is not Fallout 3. This is not Skyrim side quests. This is a, this feels like a different team made this game. It's so like, constantly engaging and interesting you'll stumble upon a a side quest that you'll think about all day and the ryujin (laughs) vanguard um crimson fleet and the collective uh uh, uh, what's uh, what's the name brett the um, uh the free star free star collective i don't even know why they're called side quests you these are must do things like they are genuine like it's it'd be like playing mass effect 2 and not doing any of the character side quests like they're the meat of the game they're what makes it good so Jeff, definitely do those four quest lines. Like they are the best part of the game. You're going to all different places. You're going at the 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 freaking mines of Mars. You're going to a random club in Neon. You're you're going everywhere. Like there, there's the the environmental d- uh, diversity is insane in this game. And sorry, one sec, <clears throat> trying to read where I am. Anyway, the uh, the, uh, the game is well written. Uh, we rewrite this entire podcast. The conversation <laughs> dynamics. The conversation dynamics really remind me of Mass Effect in the way that you'll have a different character with you out on a quest and they'll like be a, be a part of it. But one thing's really interesting is you can be in like a, a different like spot in your relationship with them and it'll affect what they say during the game. So like we met someone from um, Andresia's like where she's from 
And they said something like, do they know? And, and he's like, don't worry, he knows. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Like, if I didn't know, they wouldn't have said that. Like, that's that's really interesting to me. Um, so that kind of, like, sort of Mass Effect-y, like, character, like, dynamics, like, is really cool. And I still think the game, like, visually is just absolutely jaw-dropping. There are ugly spots, don't get me wrong, but I'm always dropping on a brand new planet. I'm just like, damn, this is gorgeous. The game is constantly stunning. And when it comes to the, some more negatives, honestly, the combat, I don't love it. It's not amazing, but I think it's yeah. serviceable. It reminds me it of is. The Witcher 3. Yeah. It, like, it's, it's not amazing but I'm, I'm having fun like it's fun to me like i'm shooting people i'm using my anti-gravity they're floating up in the air i'm throwing grenades i'm doing all that that sort of thing and i think that it's just it's really amazing and uh it's a it's a must play xbox game i think and honestly stick with it i know i know people say that it gets good after 10 hours i was into it from the very beginning but a lot of people are saying like they weren't really really into it like people who love it now saying they weren't really into it until like a few like a few hours in like maybe even five to ten hours in um, but yeah, Brett, any, any other thoughts, Brett, because you didn't really get to talk that much on it before the, no, that's all right. I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about seconds. I'll talk about the bugs next week. I was just going to say like with the combat for me, I found that when I go to first person for combat, it makes it feel better. And then I like to be in third person for the regular, for the rest of the game. So, but yeah. in yeah, combat, it myself, feels better first person. I found myself we're, we're about very often. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to I like feel to better when there's fun. a third person involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. This Whoa. is Spot Dodge. Thanks a lot for listening. We will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Peace. Stairfield.